Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. If I rip one, you're going to smell it. Yep. Yes. That's not me telling you that. That is a conversation I overheard yesterday. Yep. Between two people in our golf group at the Sabres Alumni Golf Tournament. Care to comment or guess? Yeah. Um, your, your young son, uh, Brody, 10 oh, years you, old. So you know the comment. I absolutely know the comment because uh, another Peter being a smart ass driving the cart yesterday, me and him were in the cart. You walked the whole day because uh, you weren't really golfing. And, and, and a side note, side note here, young Brody Peters literally should be dropping. He shouldn't even be going to school. He should not even be going to school. He should just be going to golf school. The kid is nutting the ball. I have never, I, it was, it was the most impressive thing that I have witnessed on a golf course in a very long time. Your I, son, I actually listen to me. I was very disappointed in his game because you suck. <laughs> you suck to high hell and your son happy. I suck by the way, your son. I, I was just so impressed with how his his hand-eye coordination was was staggering it was incredible i was so impressed with the way he hit the ball yesterday um that's a man, that's a had peter's to be proud. trait the hand-eye coordination without it's insane because he literally he he literally golfed with us the entire game on every single hole and we actually on one hole do you remember that 
We used his approach shot in. He nutted a a rescue club. Had to be about 150 yards. He he uh, nailed it to about I don't know eight feet from the hole. We walk up and we're like, "Hey, Brody, you got to finish this off." He walks up, puts the thing perfectly, and we birdie. You know what? You're like you're like you're like a proud papa. It was only like 120, and the putt was like four feet. But thanks for thanks for pumping the numbers. That's like and you're off. You're off doing what you're doing. You're like the happy Gilmore guy walking around the course, getting to talk with everybody. But he was very impressive. But thank you. I will say this: I will pass that along to him. He started to get. He started to feel real comfortable with uh, Uncle Craig. Eh? So (laughs) we're driving. We're driving down. And all of a sudden, he gives me the old, did you fart? As did, he say it, did he say it just like that? Yes, exactly like that. Just a <laughs> Peter's comment through and through. Feeling well, f- pretty blunt, comfortable man. with Uncle Craig there. Chuck a warning, would you? Don't and, just chuck uh, a fart. Chuck a warning beforehand. Yeah, I just Even in a golf said, cart listen, bud, if I fart, you're going to know it. <laughs> And the best part about it is, as you mentioned, I was walking the course and this conversation, I just hear you two buzzing up beside me in the cart. <laughs> and all I hear as you pass is, if you, if I fart, you're going to smell it. And I was just, so Brody runs over to me. I don't know what hole it was, but he runs over with a huge grin on his face. He goes, dad, Craig farted in the car. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. I don't mean to out you like that, but yeah. uh, anyway, that's all right. Anyway. Uh, usually, usually what happens on the course stays on the court, but the course, but, uh, he's a young buck and, uh, listen, well, I get I, it. I guess he had, a, he had a, he had a big day. Uh, no, you know, was, we, we I, had a lot I, of I tell you what, I, I sent a message to the guys yesterday that we were golfing with, uh, awesome group. I don't know if they want their names mentioned, but awesome group. The after party at the RJ event. Okay. In the Lexus club, I'm sitting with Tim. Clark MacArthur, who is by far one of the funniest human beings, and Henrik Talinder. And over our shoulder is Lindy Ruff. And Clark and Tim are like, I guess we should go over and talk to Lindy. They get up and leave, and it's just Hank and I talking. I turn around, and there they are laughing with Lindy, right? Which is great. I'm loving it. So I get up, and I walk around, the, and I hide behind the pillar, and I take a picture of the three of them, and I send it to you and Van. <laughs> okay so i go back and i sit with hank and i'm like i just sent that to van and riv and i said what do you think the dialogue is <laughs> hank's laughing and i go fuck it i'm gonna facetime van so i facetime thomas i hold it to hank's face and thomas answers okay and he's talking to hank he's like hank what's going on so i'm like van you're never gonna believe this and I turn the 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 picture around. These cell phones these days, man, you can fuck anybody over. And I turn the camera around, and I'm showing him Lindy, Clark, and Timmy having a conversation. And I'm showing him, and I actually go, you know what? Fuck it. I turn it around back on me, and I walk up to all three of them, and I go, hey, like Craig's face just fucking lit up. I go, I turn it around again. They go, look who it is, man. I go. Timmy and I show Clark and I go right up to Lindy and I go, look who it is. Now Van and Lindy are face to face. Oh my God. That was hilarious. Clark and Timmy were laughing. Lindy didn't quite realize who it was because Van had a hat and sunglasses on. 
So yep. we're like, it's Van. And he's like, oh, my God, Van. So then I turned to him and I go, Lindy, all I wanted was just a few more minutes of game, man. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Or I went up to Larry Carrier the other day and Larry Carrier is a great man, but was a great man when he was an assistant general manager and cared about the players, but he demanded a lot, which is fair, but he was a fucking hard ass. And guys were, guys were nervous. You know, the environment that they created here, guys tiptoed around the brass with the exception of Don Luce, to be honest with you. But, but that doesn't mean that anyone liked one more than the other. It was just what their roles on the team. Don was great at his role. Larry was great at his role, but I walked up to Larry with his wife the other night. Fuck, Larry. I wish I wasn't so afraid of you when I was a player because you have a cupcake heart. You are as soft as they come, Larry. He's like, oh, Petey, get over here. I loved you guys. You know that. We were walking up the whole way. I was like, fuck, why'd you have to be such an asshole, man? <laughs> and they love it, right? Like, they're, they're all the brass when I was a young player. And now you get to reflect back on all the things that they taught you, right? And it's... It's interesting, man. It's it's a, it's such a great time. I love these events. The RJ thing was unfortunate. You know, it's but... awesome. It's just listening to you right now, Why? and you and and you and you you shit on your career and the job that you did, and you hated it so much. And I I, I understand I understand that part of it, but well, I'm going to tell you, you were a big and i mean if you were to ask clark MacArthur, thomas vanek Derek roy mike greer you know and and go through talinder uh, and and ludman and Spachek and all the boys and mention your name you were a massive part of that group you talk about drew like for contemplating an example, for contemplating an example editing this for an example, i don't know how i'm gonna handle this one but thank you that's not the point i'm though. not done yet <laughs> i am you just you just i, I can only handle 20 so many. minutes yeah but it was all i want people, you to understand want to hear the names that i think they don't want to hear you say this all i'm saying is that's not hockey though riv that's you're just doing it again you just do it again. You do it again. You deflect your career. It's fucking unbelievable how bad it is. And you just don't get how, you know, whether you played two minutes a night or 20, I, like Chris Jury, you, you were a huge, huge part of the team. And that's why, that's why you get back to these things and man, you light up. I saw you at the golf course yesterday with all the boys. They love you. Because that's you are a you are a piece to that puzzle in Buffalo that has well, you, 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 no, you know what it is. It's 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 like you haven't missed a beat. Like I, I mean, when we saw Hank Talinder back in January, it was just like last week, and he literally looks like he could play Guys. tomorrow. He he hasn't put on one ounce of fat. You know, he's he looks in fantastic shape. He looks in in. Uh, he looks to be in good spirits and still the best dressed. Still the best. Well, listen, man, he's a Swede. Do you remember how tight his suits were back in? Like, listen, I like mean, he's, he's a tall guy. Like all these kids now wearing like short suits that are tight. Hank Talinder was wearing that 15, 18 years ago. Yes. Yes. That's what I was going to say. Like, 
his 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 dress pants look like they were Lululemon women's tights. That's how tight they were. His pants were so tight they were they looked and and back in the day we used to call them floods because these European guys would uh, they would cut their pants about two three inches shorter so it looks like they're they're wearing floods. We used to rip on them all the time. Yeah, and now it's like these... that's the style of today's. Um, he used you know, to wear these men. suits called Tiger Brand. They were called Tiger Brand. There was a Swedish company because I I lived and played in Sweden for half a season during the lockout, and all, all these guys wore Tiger Brand. So when Hank came over, he was wearing Tiger Brand. Some news came out yesterday while we were on the golf course. Make some sense of this for me because I can't because I'm sick to my stomach at the fact that good people that we know lost their jobs again at PSE. In fact, there is no PSE anymore. So we were golfing with some businessmen yesterday, very successful businessmen yesterday that actually were dissecting some of this for us on a much higher level than we, well, than I am capable of comprehending. And one of them said probably getting ready to sell the team. Well, I, 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 I'm going to start with this. I read the article. I read a few articles. Um, at what point in the articles, I did not read that they, that they fired all of their people. So I guess my question is, where where did you hear that they basically fired all the people from PSE? They didn't fire all the people. They let probably seven or eight people go. I don't have a list of the names, but I think. And, 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 and what was the size of the PSE company? What, uh, what was the directive when PSE was put together how many years ago? Ten? I don't know. So a decade ago. And I and don't quote me on on this, but a long time ago, um, they decided to build PSE. Why did they Why did they do that? Do you think? Listen, I, I, honestly, I cannot have. I'm just going to be completely honest with you. I cannot have this conversation without absolutely fucking shredding a few people, and I don't want to do that because I feel bad. For some people that have worked there over the years, and I'm not even going to include ourselves in that conversation, that have literally been fucked. This is what I was told. They were sabotaged yesterday. No one knew this was coming. There was no preparation. One person might have known the night before at the RJ event. Everybody else found out the next day. So they go to this RJ event, and then they come to work the next day, and they ax Seven, eight people, I think. Seven people. I'll ask you again. What was the Nine. reason you put together Pagula Sports and Entertainment? What was the reason for Terry Pagula and Kim Pagula putting that together? I don't... Sounds like you have a, an answer to that. I don't have an answer. I have an opinion. Oh. So if okay. you're going to bring this up with PSC and shit all over them, I just want to basically be able to have a conversation and think about what, why they're doing. Why just they for clarification? I haven't shit on anybody. I have. I, I too have. I, I too have an opinion. 
And I think he did shit on him. That's the whole point. So let's just talk about it and the reason why. So why did they build Pagula Sports and Entertainment? Maybe I didn't shit on him. Maybe I I gave facts. Maybe I gave opinions from people that were let go. People get fired all the time, Petey. That's life. they do. Sure they do. That's life. But but the problem is... what like. Well, here's the thing. You come here into town you, like you're a hero. You buy the Sabres. You buy the Bills. You build a rink. You do this. You do that. You do all these great things. You start this PSE company and it employs all these people. And it's this. You think the downtown has has grown because of uh, Terry Pagula and Kim Pagula? Oh, yeah. Craig. Okay, Tenfold. fine. But fine, fine, fine. Okay, fine. Downtown has grown. But there are also there are also people that they have hired good people that they have brought in to do these jobs and then they just decide you know what this isn't for us anymore we're we're just gonna we're just gonna dissolve this and the rest of you can fend for yourself now from the from the professional side they saved hockey in buffalo okay the team is here they're starting to thrive the bills are good again that's it's wonderful they're getting a new stadium they have rinks downtown i i get it but I'm taking the human element into this. And I just, and and I know these people. So I hurt for these people because the other people are billionaires. I don't hurt for billionaires. I don't hurt for billionaires at all. There's a reason why he's you a billionaire. Know, there's a great, because he's a good, from, he's a good businessman. Well, okay. You're going to shit on a guy who has built an empire. Well, hold on, hold on. He's because he, he's a billionaire. He's a, no, but he didn't build an empire in sports. He bought a sports empire with his other empire, which was fracking and oil and all okay. that stuff. Which so he which, he knows so what he, he's doing in that in that maybe area of business. Yes, but maybe they got in over their head over here with PSE with all these sports teams to have lacrosse. They got, teams. Have they got over their head? I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Or, or do you, or just, just my thought. So I'm, I'm going to answer my own question. Cause you, you won't. I feel that the reason why they put together sports and entertainment, because they, they had two franchises in the Sabres and in the bills that were failing immensely. When Terry Pagula bought the bills, they, they had been out of the playoffs for 16 straight years. They had to reconstruct their entire existence over at the Bill Stadium. At the, you know, when Terry Pagula bought the Sabres, the Sabres started to lose literally when Terry, when Terry got there. And it's been 12 years that, that it's been struggling. But Terry and Kim put together, uh, you know, 
Pagula Sports Entertainment so you they could collaborate and figure out ways to try and be better in a number of areas, okay, to be able to sell and grow their businesses. I think 10 years later, I think the bills look pretty damn good. I think the bills are going to be making a lot of money for a long time because of the team, Josh Allen, and I think they look in, to be in a great situation. I think Terry Pagula also thinks that the Buffalo Sabres are at the starting gate of exploding and being a great franchise for a number of years. This team is set up not only just for one or two years. This team is set up for many, many years to come. Happy for it. And now but you I'm don't need Pagula Sports and Entertainment. You need the Sabres to run their shit, and you need the Bills to run their shit. So they're two separate entities. And I, I don't have a problem with what he's doing. This is what he does. He's a businessman. He knows what he needs to do. Now, if there's, if there's players, or sorry, if there's business people along the way that um, lose their jobs, well, listen, I mean, there's a lot of people losing their jobs. I'm not saying it's right, and I hurt for those people too because they're probably great at what they do. But this is this is the business. And maybe I'm talking out of turn because I don't know all the facts. Just looking from the outside, from the far outside, and, and, and trying to, I guess, put an opinion together. But I don't have a problem with what they did. You have two organizations that are going in the right direction. So they feel that they don't need school of sports well, entertainment need, anymore. Don't need, but fuck, they needed them before, didn't they? Yeah, they did. And that's why they hired them. And listen, that's why they hired them. So now they don't. Yeah. Well, I get what you're saying. I get it. But the human element to me sucks. It stinks. When did you retire? Uh, 2000. I don't know. I quit. How old were you? Uh, I was almost 31. Okay. So you were 30 when you were playing for the Sabres, right? No. 28, 20, 28 years old. Yeah. When I, I, re- I left the Sabres when I was 29. Okay. Why? Why'd you leave the Sabres? Well, actually, I know what you're going to say, because they didn't need me anymore. They actually offered me. They a didn't need you anymore. They offered they me a contract. They didn't need you anymore. But they offered they, me a they... contract. And I said, and I said, I would rather go somewhere else, even have a chance to come back and play for Darcy Regeer again. Do I think I could have played again for the Sabres? Yeah, I, I, it probably would have been a two-way contract for sure, for sure, because Darcy Regeer called. They didn't called, need you. They didn't need you. No, they just like no, they you, didn't need James, yeah, actually, you know, uh, Jason Pominville. It's, it's funny you say that. Just like they didn't need they Thomas didn't need Vanek. Me. They didn't need me until fucking they realized they needed me when Milan Lucic ran over Ryan Miller, mm-hmm. and no one did a fucking thing. Mm-hmm. They needed me. They just didn't realize it. They thought they were going to be the Detroit Red Wings and do it that way. Yep. But they weren't the Detroit Red Wings. The reality is in the, in in our business, you're needed, and then you're not needed, and they move on from you. So it's just like the other side of the business world. Fagula Sports and Entertainment did great things. 
I think, built and did some some good things, okay? Maybe some mistakes along the way, but that's that's just business in general. And now they they choose to go in a different direction. It's like this it's just like hockey. And that's just my opinion on it. So never feel sorry for a man with his own plane. That's a movie quote from the movie The Edge. I guess I look at it and I think, you know what? You you started this whole thing doesn't work. So you sh- well, you know why it doesn't w- you want to know why it doesn't work? And you can comment if you want. But here's why it doesn't work. Cuz you fucking hire people that you trust that you should. Simple as that. Like you hire you hire people to run your shit and then you have to fire them all because you get taken advantage of or blindsided or the wool pulled over your eyes. So that's why you got to shut it down. So it's not because it's a business. It's because other people that you hired to trust to run the company kept fucking it up over and over and over again. Look at the amount of firings that they have gone through. Look at the names and the level of executives that have been fired. I've never seen anything like it in one company in such a long time. Hockey side is one thing, but even then, GM, like disarray. Yeah, downtown's been built. Fucking disarray. And the bills didn't get good until the rumor has it, because everyone got that fucking text message around town that, that was sent around like like wildfire about the whole relationship with the team and the owner and this and that and how Bean and McDermott said Bagulas have to stay the fuck out of the business because or they're not running. Like, you know what I mean? They're not allowed inside. So everything else has been disarray. Kevin Adams has definitely settled the ship down over there at Saberland or Saberhood as they call it now. But from the PSE standpoint, from the business standpoint and picking the people to run the show so these people can be protected and have their jobs and an operation can be run properly, uh, capital F. Can you get an F plus or an F minus? Well, you say all that. I would just look at this and say the Buffalo Bills right now are going in the right direction and have been for a few years now. And... That is one side of a sports business. The Sabres with Kevin Adams right now have done a fantastic job with his management. It's not just Kevin by himself. Kevin is very good at being the leader of the pack and listening and taking in information and using it to his benefit. And the Sabres right now, Kevin Adams has single-handedly put this team in a position to be very competitive for a long time. That's, that's not what I'm talking about. That's another sports that's, entity. That's a separate, that's a, that, that is now. A so I think, I think whatever, whatever Terry has done. So anyway, basically, uh, just. They're going in the right direction. Just, just And changes are going to be made all the time. Personally. Why is this personal? No, personally, I think they came, not with me, I just mean I'm giving you my personal opinion on something. Personally, I think they came in with great expectations. I think it's taken the hockey team way longer than it should have. I'm not saying than it needed to. I'm saying than it should have. Football is, that's its own monster. Football is its own monster. 
maybe just stick to football. Just sell. You, you have no PSE. Why would he do that when you're going to have two sides running separate businesses and that are going, both of them are going in fantastic I situations. Don't know. I don't Listen, and this so is, don't again, worry about what, I don't what know Terry's doing. How. He made a decision. Why? It's why. What do you mean? Don't worry. This is public discussion. We can't have a conversation about we this. can. There we can, go. but we're talking about, you know, we're talking about uh, PSC and, you know, he shouldn't have got rid of those people or, or he should have not have gotten rid of PSC. This is, this is his business. He can do whatever the hell, hell he wants. We don't know what's happening behind the scenes. We don't know what's going on. He made a business decision. Well, let's not mix business and pleasure. There you go. That's a wrap on another episode of After the Whistle. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, After the Whistle, and at Craig Reve 52 at the Instigator76. And you can find us, as you already know, on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube, and anywhere else where you can get your podcasts. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to spread the word.